news every 15 minutes, weather every 10, and sports twice an hour. News Talk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. You're listening to Montana Morning with Peter Christian. Yellowstone flooding a disaster for everyone. Good morning, everyone. Montana Morning, it is Wednesday, June 15th. Right now, the sky is cloudy. We have 50 degrees in Missoula. At our newscast, sponsored by Mark Hewer Insurance, where they're protecting Missoula in western Montana for the last 50 years with home, auto, and business insurance. Our top story this morning, officials from Yellowstone Park and Park County held a Zoom press conference for reporters from all over the world yesterday after floodwaters devastated bridges, roads, and houses over the past two days. First to speak was Yellowstone Park Superintendent Cam Shawley, who provided a brief overview of the current situation in the park. This is not going to be an easy rebuild. Uh, there's obviously... Uh, Things that we're going to need, need to do to stabilize once the water comes down, assess what the full damage is and the length of that corridor, uh, but also uh, with the right people assessing whether it makes sense to build here uh, in the future. Charlie described the challenge of the initial rescue response simply to get park visitors and employees to safety. Not only was the park full of visitors, the gateway communities were also full, including Gardner. We had to make a decision yesterday because of unsafe conditions to move all of the visitors out of northern Yellowstone and we pushed them south into the southern loop. The town of Gardner was cut off on the other side because of flooding roads on Highway 89 into Montana, which has since just recently reopened over the last couple hours. But we had several thousand visitors stranded in Gardner along with residents because they couldn't come into the park because of the road damage and they couldn't exit to the north to Livingston because of road damage. Charlie said crucial decisions were made to protect people in Yellowstone Park. We went ahead and made the decision to clear the park of visitors um, completely. And so as of this morning, all visitors are currently out of Yellowstone. Uh, Because it's mid-June, because Yellowstone has a lot of backcountry use, uh, we had a large number of backcountry campers and users uh, that we've we've tracked, uh, have made contact with. Uh, We have put a full closure of the Yellowstone backcountry into place uh, and uh, we have contacted uh, or know the whereabouts of every backcountry user uh, currently in Yellowstone. Charlie said the road ahead for the summer of 2022 is dismal. Well, most of you know that Yellowstone can receive up to a million people per month, a million visits per month in the summer months. Uh, we will likely uh, not reopen the road between Gardner and Cook City uh, for the rest of the season, looking at the damage. Um, I'll stay as optimistic as possible, but even if we got started right now, I'm not sure we could get those the road on the northern end um, reopened. At the press conference also yesterday, Park County Commissioner Bill Berg, who spoke about the physical and economic impacts of the flood on his community. A little bit ironic that this spectacular landscape was created by violent geologic and hydrologic events, and it's just not very handy when it happens while we're all here settled on it. Um, Park County uh, actually gets its name from Yellowstone Park. Park County um, has two of Yellowstone's five entrances, and uh, as you saw from that map, uh, one is Gardner, Montana, established 140 years ago. The other is Cook City and Silvergate. 
And the only way to get to Cook City and Silvergate for our county staff is through Yellowstone Park. Berg related the heartbreaking situation for the people and businesses of Park County that exist almost completely on revenue from Yellowstone Park visitors. The businesses I talked to had reservations that were running even stronger for this summer, and now that's all gone. So businesses are already trying to sort out what they're going to do with their seasonal staff. Uh, They can't afford to keep them. Their business projections are shot reservations are being canceled folks are asking for refunds which is understandable some businesses may have already spent that money berg provided more details on what park county faces from the yellowstone flood this is hitting just a couple weeks after memorial day so it's going to be pretty tough for gardener businesses to recover from Uh, and that's not even to mention the impacts to the infrastructure Um, We're still assessing the damage to the sewer and water system in Gardner. Uh, The sewer system actually serves Mammoth Hot Springs as well, so that's critical for all of us. Most of us consider Mammoth and Gardner, even though we span two park counties and two states. uh, Most of us consider that to be one community, so we have a lot to work on together. You can click the links on our website to hear that entire press conference. Yellowstone Park has been closed due to floods, as we just mentioned. KGVO News has also learned that Glacier Park is experiencing its own challenges with minor flooding this spring. Public Information Officer at Glacier Park, Jenna Kersman, provided these details regarding areas that are currently closed due to flood conditions. We do have some trails that are currently closed um, due to flooding. We also have one of the loops, Campground Loop A at St. Mary Campground, is closed because of flooding. And Avalanche Lake hike, which is a very popular hike in Glacier, is closed because of flooding. And our quarter circle bridge, any of the the uh, trails that you access via the quarter circle bridge will be off limits because that bridge is closed due to flooding. The inside North Fork Road also has flooding and is closed from Pole Bridge to Logging Creek. Due to its elevation, Kersman said Glacier Park still has issues with snow even in mid-June. Weather right now in Glacier is rather cool. We are getting rain at the lower elevations and snow at the higher elevations. And the weather continues to challenge our road crews in being able to open going to the Sun Road. We've had several days where avalanche conditions uh, were dangerously high and crews weren't able to work as much as we had hoped. We've also had some areas that have slid several times. Triple arches have slid three times, and three times the crew has had to dig it out. June's also the time when bears have emerged from their dens, many with cubs. Kersman said hikers at Glacier Park must be bear aware and prepared. Visitors definitely want to take, take with them bear spray and be very cautious about bear activity. We do have a lot of bear activity at the lower elevations, because of the snow still being at the higher elevations, the bears haven't moved up to the higher elevations as early as we would. So there is a lot of bear activity down below. And Kersman said with all the national parks, there are crowded conditions. So making reservations well ahead of your visit will help eliminate frustration and delays. Reservations for going to the Sun Road and the North Fork area are available on recreation.gov 24 hours in advance. I would recommend that visitors make sure and set up their accounts on recreation.gov ahead of time and be on at 8 o'clock in the morning the day before 
they would like to enter the park for the best chances of getting a vehicle reservation. The iconic going to the Sun Road has not yet been fully opened at Glacier Park, and it's not known how many visitors that had reservations for Yellowstone will now be heading to Glacier National Park instead. News talk time now is 6.13. Currently sunny skies and much warmer today in the Missoula Valley with a high temperature right around the 70-degree mark. Tonight, overnight lows will be in the upper 40s. Mostly sunny on Thursday with highs in the mid to upper 80s. We'll be in the low 90s on Friday with solid sunshine. Temperatures will stay in the 70s and 80s for your weekend, but Saturday will track showers and thunderstorms with rain likely on Sunday. I'm meteorologist Brooke Foster for Missoula's KECI 13, your severe weather alert station. All right, thank you, Brooke. Right now the sky is overcast, a little breezy again, just like yesterday, and it's 50 degrees in Missoula. This portion of Montana Morning brought to you by Paradise Falls, where don't forget, after the movie, the concert, the softball game, wherever you might be going, remember that Paradise Falls serves their delicious dinner menu all the way until 11 p.m. Paradise Falls on the banks of Brooks, 614 Rocky Erickson. He's got his special sports story for you 